everyone, welcome, hope you're doing well. Uh, so what we're trying to do uh, through this content and in this season is wrestle with what does it look like to practice the way of Jesus in everyday life in 21st century on the peninsula. So if you're in your well community or maybe you're in a pod and you're working through the content, I hope it is helpful. Uh, make sure to try the experiments, make sure to wrestle with the questions, and I hope these uh, teachings, these conversations between Aaron and I are super helpful. Cool. So we're, we're having these conversations about yeah. practicing the way of Jesus, following Jesus, what does that look like? And we've talked about, you know, different sort of spiritual disciplines, yeah. like, like prayer, worship, scripture reading, and those like all make sense intuitively as sure, far as sure. like why those are important. But today we're going to talk about your story mm -hmm. and kind of my question, I mean, we've had the chance to talk yeah, about yeah. through some of this. Sure. So maybe for people who, you know, aren't familiar with kind of where we're coming from, maybe kind of explain like, what do you mean by talking about yeah. your story as part of like a habit or a discipline, if you will, in yeah. following Jesus and why that's important. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. So, so one of the convictions at Wellspring sort of flows out, this idea of your story flows out of Ephesians 2.10. Mm. Uh, this is, this is how it reads. Uh, I got to find it. There we go. Two, 10. <laughs> it says this, for we are his worksmanship, worksmanship, right? So we are like, his creations, uh, his masterpieces. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. sort of this image of God as a, a craftsman, a master artist yeah. forming us. We're created in Jesus Christ, right? For good works so or these masterpieces created to do something in the world, yeah. uh, which God prepared beforehand so that we could walk in them, right? So he forms us as these people to do things in the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, and one of our convictions here at Wellspring is that, like, you cannot disconnect your story, how God forms you through where you're born, yeah. your family upbringing, yeah. your culture, uh, your parents' privilege, their academic life, the faith tradition you grew up in, right? Sure. All those, the friendships you had, the points of trauma, the points of celebration, yeah. those all form you uniquely. Totally. So every human being gets to wherever they're at with a unique story. Yeah. And just as like the spiritual gifts mm. that God gives us, uh, you know, often grace builds on nature, Bobby sure. Clinton, right? There's sort of this building off of nature in the same way, like wherever we enter a church mm. or we enter the body of Christ, whatever we, wherever we enter to that people, we come with a story, story yeah. that it shapes how we work in the world. Sure. And that can be good, bad, as far as like experience wise. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, I would say God shapes us through our points of pain Yeah, and he shapes us through more neutral points and super positive, sure. exciting yeah. points. All those shape us through sure. who we are. Sure we are. Yeah. But there's often this push in Christian culture to like, not, I don't know, not take super seriously how God has formed us yeah. over time. It almost might become like too like self-centered. I don't know. Maybe self-centered or maybe there's like in certain Christian enclaves, like there's a push against like therapy, okay, counseling. Sure, yeah. So maybe it's sort of like a push against that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But my conviction is, and I've seen this in my own story, mm -hmm. that like there were things that happened in my childhood yeah. that really negative effect, negatively totally. affected the way I saw myself, totally. my own worth. Uh, and this is why one of our sort of habits is healing, right? Yeah. They're like healing is an integral part. Uh, your story connects to that, but it's more about holistically who are we formed into. Yeah, makes sense. 
And the truth is, like, there's actually a number of developmental pathways for spiritual development over time that are out there. One of my favorites is by Gwelich and Hagburn called The Critical okay. Journey. Yeah, about, yeah. Uh, so she has, they have six different steps. Uh, step one is the recognition of God, the sense of awareness of God, yeah. right? So it's like you encounter God. Yeah. That's awesome. It's exciting. It's great. Right? Yeah. In some yeah. Ways. Stage two is sort of a life of discipleship. You're beginning to learn. You're finding some mentors. People mm-hmm. are teaching you how to do things. Stage three is like she calls, I think it's the productive life. But like you're moving from a place of just being a recipient to doing stuff. Yeah, and churches are usually good. Yeah. Churches are usually good to this point. Like this is where we sort of get to usually on our discipleship formation yeah. models. Stage four, she calls the journey inward. And this is where we start to look at more our story. It starts our points of pain. Um, and you kind of actually like, it almost feels like you're losing your faith sometimes. Yeah. Because now you're like starting to question things from before, but this is actually part of God's development over time. Sure. Uh, is to, as he's forming us into these masterpieces, we actually have to look inward. Yeah. Um, so often like practically what we'll have people here at Wellspring do, and if you haven't done it, you should do it. It's just a timeline exercise. Yeah, it's been super helpful. Yeah. So you just have a big piece of paper, uh, write out, you know, 50 events of your life yeah. on little post-it notes, yeah. uh, organize them according to chapters. So create like chapter headings for each season of like your chronologically. life. Chronologically. Chronologically. Yeah. Uh, we can provide an example on uh, the website, but sure. so you have chronological and then you sort of put down, like you sort of, you can swap out or not. You can sort of, mm-hmm. depending on how much you want to do this, you can swap out the sort of identify the post-it notes that are pain points. Yeah and put the different color in there. Yeah. So then you can start to see visually, visually, oh man, like this season of life was really hard. Totally. And then on the bottom, under each chapter, the bottom say, God, what were you teaching yeah. me? What lessons were What learning? lessons yeah. was I learning in these seasons? So then you start to have a sense of like, how God is actually teaching you mm-hmm. over time. Uh, and then when you get to stage four, right? And there's, the Gwelsh and Hag- Hagburn have this brilliant addition that's really helpful. They call it the wall. Yeah. So it's this point in your spiritual life when you feel like you can't go any farther mm-hmm. on your own effort. Yeah. Um, and it's this profound humbling moment yeah. often for many people in their spiritual life. Sure. Is uh, it more or less like seasons of like doubt, questioning? Could be doubt, questioning. Like outside, maybe a huge suffering. Could be circumstantial, circumstantial that leads you to this internal moment of like profound sense of helplessness yeah. is maybe one way I'd describe sure. it. Um, and then ultimately you get to stage five, God has to bring you through it. Through that, yeah. Um, so this is often takes place in like the forties or fifties. Mm-hmm. People experience this. They wonder if they're losing their faith. faith often yeah. they leave church at this point because mm-hmm. they feel like whatever's being offered at church isn't is speaking working? into that yeah. place of need. So just recognizing in your own story, like where are you at yeah. developmentally? Sure. Uh, Bobby Clinton in making of a leader has like a similar, Uh, framework framework. but just knowing like okay so where am I at in my own personal story timeline exercise Mm -hmm. and then you have these like developmental models where am I at in these sort of developmentally in my faith development so Bobby Clinton's a similar I'll just go over it quickly it's one sovereign foundation so what are like the the essential things that God gave you when you were born okay your parents your place your context those things right then it's inner life growth so these are basic I mean some of the language is similar with sure uh, but it's different right this is more like who are you becoming uh, in Jesus, right? Then ministry maturing, that's sort of the same thing with Gwelich and Hagburn. So you're doing stuff, it's more productive, you're learning how to do ministry, uh, you're learning how to use your gifts a yeah. little bit. Four is life maturing. So this again mirrors some of her stage four, but it's sort of this 
deepening sense of who are you. Yeah. Uh, so you're not just doing stuff out now. You're not just focused on being or doing, but also being. being. Yeah. So who are you? How does what you do flow out of who you are? You are. Yeah. Um, anyway, we can keep going, but you get that sense of like your story. Ultimately, it forms who you are, yeah, right. which informs what you do in the world. Yeah. And these, these sort of tools, these frameworks are more or less ways, I'm hearing you right, to kind of under, better understand your story. Totally. And better kind of track where you're at. Where you're at, yeah. And so then you're life. able to see, where am I now? How do I participate? Yeah. Where is there room for growth? Where has there been pain? Where has there been healing? Where sure. do I need further healing? Yeah. And those sorts of things. And what's, more this, less... what's the invitation for God in this season? Yeah. Sure. So what does it look like for me to participate in a whole and healthy way in this season? Yeah, that's good. Uh, and then there's other tools out there, right? This is like the Enneagram. Enneagram, yeah. I know you sort of leaned into that sure, a little bit. Sure, yeah. No, it's been helpful. We've gotten the chance to kind of work through yeah. some of these and the Enneagram in particular just to see sort of kind of who I am and who I'm yeah. not. I think yeah. that has been really helpful with the Enneagram. There's kind of nine different yeah. types. It sort of looks funky. So yeah. if you're first coming to Enneagram or you're searching it right now, like... It does look funny, just give it a minute. Yeah. Actually, tons of sort of, I would say, very Jesus-centered, very totally. biblical churches yes. are using this tool. Yeah. This is not some sort of new age rain. Exactly, thing. yeah. I think visually it might kind of yeah, get that it's impression. Sort of that. Yeah, totally. But it has nine different types. It's more or less, I think, in like the personality test yeah. bucket, generally speaking. Sure. But more focused more on the core sin. Exactly. Which is yeah. sort of a different There's like It's a dynamic sort of tool where... You know, you're not like pegged as like a singular type. Yeah. I think there's the aspect of the different triads. So you, you know, I think more or less my number would be a three, kind yeah. of the achiever. Need to succeed. Need to succeed. Yeah. And then kind of it has these uh, triads, like I was mentioning, yeah. where in health or in maturity yeah. or in good seasons where I take on the best attributes of say yeah. six, more team oriented, sure. more kind of positive, team, yeah. bigger picture sort of stuff. But then also in seasons of like unhealth stress. or stress. Yeah. You go on and take the negative characteristics yeah. of a nine, kind of more isolated, yeah. more, withdraw, know, withdraw that yeah. sort of stuff. So I love the dynamic approach of that, yeah. and good. also revealing sort of core motivations of like yeah. why maybe I've done things in the past, or maybe why I'm doing things now, both yeah. good and bad. Yeah. So patterns. patterns, exactly. It's yeah. been super helpful. Yeah. Um, with a that. good book, sort of, I think that sort of fits a little more our culture at Wellspring is called The Road Back, the road back to, to You. Yeah. Um, so there's lots of books on the Enneagram. Don't just buy the random one. Totally. Yeah. I found The Road Back to You a very helpful very readable. introduction yeah. to the Enneagram. Very readable, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and I think as we're kind of talking about these different sort of tools, if you yeah. will, different ways of kind of understanding ourselves so we might better understand yeah. God and His plan for us, the Ephesians 2.10 yeah. dynamic. I even think, just kind of real briefly, in the story of Genesis, like Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, how their stories generationally mm -hmm. kind of affected their lives. So like yeah. Abraham's story affects yeah. Isaac's story, totally. and Isaac's story affects Jacob's story. Yeah. So we even see this kind of play out in scripture, yeah. and how there are things from our past, both good and bad, that both good and bad yeah. shape us into who we are totally. today. And part of, I think, maturing and, and growing as followers of Jesus is to better understand that, yeah. see God's work in those situations, yeah. and see God want to bring redemption and healing yeah. in the places of pain, and see God continue to totally. us in the good stuff. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. your story fundamentally is about sort of self-awareness and cultivating mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Um, and I think at Wellspring, we want to be people that are self-aware. Totally. Of recognizing how our predispositions affect other people, positively mm -hmm. and negatively, how our wounding affects people, positively yeah. and negatively, our gifting, all those things. We just want to have a sense of like, oh, we... We matter. We matter. Yeah, and God totally. is shaping us 
through our experiences and through our story yeah. into a particular kind of people. So I think there's those. I mean, there's other tools out there. I think Myers-Briggs Myers is another Briggs sort of simple one. Um, Strength Finders is another one. It's just sort of a simple story. But I think actually, if I was to say what to do now, I would do Enneagram, mm -hmm, for sure. the Road Back to You, the Timeline, timeline. Exercise, share it with someone. And another one I would suggest is um, basically do, um, and we can put this handout on the, the website too, yeah. which is sort of a, what brings you life and what drains you inventory. Mm -hmm. Like kind of writing those things out. Yeah, or just yeah. evaluating, okay, who are three people in your life that bring you life? Totally. Okay, yeah, why, yeah. why, do, why do you experience life refreshment around these people? Yeah. Three people that don't, that yeah, drain you. Kind of what is it about them? Yeah. How do they affect you? What's going on? And then you can do that with places. Okay. You can yeah. do it with activities. And it just gives you a better sense of like, because people are different. Yeah. Uh, different people drain or give joy to different, different people. Different people in different situations. Uh, yeah. So I think that's helpful. And then the other one I would say, so the fourth one would be creating some sort of rule of life. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. As God is shaping and forming you, what do you need to do on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly basis yeah. in order to continue to grow and flourish? Yeah. And this is where your story is important. Yeah. Uh, because where are you at now influences what you need. What you need, yeah. Um, and so often we're thinking, oh, we've done the same thing. I've, I've done my quiet time every day. <laughs> every for day, the last same routine. 40 years. Sure. It's like, but different seasons require different, different things. things. Actually, in, in transition, you actually need to up the structure from a devotional sure. connection perspective. Yes. Um, and so anyway, that's like, depending on the season, we should cultivate different practices. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about this more at the end of uh, our able rhythms, totally. practicing the way of Jesus mm -hmm. time. But I think just as a beginning, implementing that in this your story time is huge. So I'd start with the timeline, lean into the Enneagram, evaluate what brings you joy and what drains you. And then lastly, I do think like, what are the practices you need to implement today, today. given where you're at in your story? Maybe this is a season of pain. Yeah. Maybe you're at stage four and you're floundering and actually you need to increase your time in prayer. Yeah. Well, you don't want to. You don't, at stage four, you're just like, oh, where's right. God? Yeah. You actually need to increase your time in prayer, service yeah. of others, in scripture, you actually need it up, up some at that time. Totally, yeah. uh, you know, maybe you're at stage three and you're sort of focused on ministry. Great. Well, now it's starting maybe to pay attention to what's God doing in you. In you, yeah. Um, and so just sort of playing around with those tools. And I think most of us are really helped. Yeah. By that. No, it's good. Yeah, you've always appreciated how you talked about it being just a constellation of yeah. using all these together. And so yeah, there it's a tool belt, right? Yeah. So this is not like. You know, if you do the Enneagram and you're a three, it's not like, that doesn't define, define you. Exactly. These yeah. are a constellation of tools that are meant to help us grow into Jesus totally. and yeah. practice his way so that we come to look like yeah. him in the world. Awesome. There we go. Let's start cool. there. Yeah. Have fun. It's good.